Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Asian Pursuit Business Mastery. We are here with Vivian Lee. Vivian, welcome. Welcome, Hi. Vivian. Thank you. So one of the reasons that Vivian is here today is because Vivian special, not, specializes a little bit in helping buyers who are coming to Canada for the first time, buying right. in Canada for yes. the first time, yes. uh, specifically from places like China. Yes. And in Canada right now, mm -hmm. our immigration is crazy. We have so many people moving to the city. And working with these types of buyers can be a little bit complex. So we're really happy that you tuned in today because the big takeaway for you is going to be as more and more people are moving to Canada for the first time, what are some tips and tricks to service them better, um, work with them a little bit better, and where should you be starting when you get that phone call? So Vivian, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. So welcome. <laughs> Perfect. So, so Vivian, we were just joking and talking here, and, and you right. said it's um, your 20th year. 20 years, yes. Wow, and that's in real estate overall? Yes, whenever people ask me, how long have you been in Canada? I say, uh, since 1997. And how long have you been a realtor? Since, since I immigrated here, I became a realtor within four months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so, so give us a bit of the history, history of yeah. um, mm -hmm. how you became a realtor, what brought you to now, a right. um, bit of right. a life journey. Right. Um, you said you have a diverse one. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I met my husband during backpacking in China. So like uh, fall in love at first sight. And then Aww. we separate. And so I live in Taiwan. Before that, I never, never visit Canada, n never thinking about migration. So after three years, we decide to marry, and then we we have our wedding in Taiwan. And it took me six months to uh, prepare to move overseas. So I landed in November 1997. But after two months, we rented in the basement suite from uh, father-in-law. Oh wow! <laughs> and after two one month of my landing, um, calling my husband got uh, laid off. He lost his job. He lost his job and no saving. Wow. And, and uh, so we just found out we, ha we have no money to pay rent. So wow. <laughs> to me, um, it's really short and tight for me to, to get used to the new environment. And I, I'm, and I also figured out he didn't apply anything after come back. So I'm still a visitor. My passport still, I'm not lending immigrant yet, but we have to pay rent and we have to find a job. But I couldn't, uh, as a foreigner, I couldn't work. I couldn't uh, get any income. So, and if I go to take any course, because uh, I need to get used to the English, uh, I'm a foreigner, so I need to pay double. Wow. So I'm not plan or want to be a realtor at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Figure, uh, I just find um, I don't want thing you could do. No, I don't want to pay double <laughs> oh. to learn English. Oh, so, so I found out real estate one thousand. They charge you same money. It doesn't matter you're you're a foreigner or you're Canadian. And I look at the course outline. Mm, I can learn architecture, financing, lots of turn, lots of English. So I treat it as my. ESO, learning my English, and I can get licensed during the time. Because so many people learn English through architecture. <laughs> yeah, through the, through the real estate course. It's like, <laughs> no, I mean, so much the tests are reading comprehension. Right, so, so and at that time, uh, I, I know now you need to take six months or one year to get the license. But at my time, uh, I take uh, three weeks 
full-time wow. course. And so that's my, only my second month or the third month in Calgary. So, uh, and I'm like, a, my move is I'm learning English, so I read every page. And I know that time, the test, is never from what teacher teaching. It's right. from the book. Yes. So only less than 5% people pass. And I'm the one who passed wow. because I read page by page. Wow. That is incredible. So yeah. I didn't plan to be a realtor. I never be a salesperson. So I went to and also my third month. So I'm, I'm new. I know nobody. I went to my first uh, company, tried to interview to be a realtor. Uh, that's a land developer company. It's Asian owner. So she asked me uh, two questions. She said, how long have you been here? Uh, at that time, it's four months. I said, four months. And what's your relationship? I say, I only know my husband. So she said, sorry, you can go. You can go now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want me. So I go to my next uh, interview. I lost my confidence. So I say, I never be a salesperson. Could I be an assistant to help some busy realtor? But uh, at that time, James Lynn at the Century 21 Bravo, he told me, since uh, only less than 5% uh, people pass this exam, why don't you try? You try three months. If you don't close any deal, uh, you quit. Yes. So that's how I start. I start with wow. uh, totally no experience, uh, only know my husband. Wow. Brand new here. I don't know the culture. I only know from my house to the office, the road. <laughs> I bet some people watching right now are feeling pretty bad about themselves. <laughs> But that I, is incredible. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, for, for anybody that doesn't know Vivian, you are one of our most successful realtors. You've been one of our most successful realtors forever. So the story <laughs> ends well, which is one of the reasons she's here today. Yeah. Right. But so starting out, how did you, what did you do to meet people for the first time? Was it initially going to other um, people of your culture, speaking that language and working on transactions that way? Or how did you build that database? Right. Uh, I'm also lucky my first client show up at the kind of first day I got my license. Uh, it's uh, my, my roommate in Taiwan who's American. He, call, he called me, he said, my student's going to immigrate to Calgary. Can you help her? And I just said, sure. And by the way, I got the license today. <laughs> oh, no. Then he know I have no money at that time. So he sent 100 bucks US in the envelope as that friend gave it to me. And he told that friend, if you don't trust Vivian, you don't trust anybody else in the world. So she, her family come, stay at the motel. At the, the first day, they meet me. And I told them, I'm new. I'm brand new. This is my first day. Are you going to trust me? They say, yes. So well, you're I- You're very honest. The honesty yes, is probably helpful. Yes, I, I'm honest. And also, that's, uh, that's really my first time, so I do, I view every house before I show her. So I do double, double, uh, double showing uh, before I show her every house. So I'm lucky. The first week, we close the deal. Wow. And, and she bring me, start bringing me lots of referral. And, wow. And so so isn't, it, isn't it funny that your network that you had um, from new immigration yeah, yes. you know, paid, yeah. paid dividends for you? So it's like you know you and your husband, but you actually knew somebody else that gave you a referral right. and because yeah. you're trustworthy. Overseas, yes. Yeah, and, yes. and that's where mm -hmm. 
I, you know, I'm always reminding people that like, mm -hmm. how you do anything is how you do everything. Like if you're a good person in every aspect of your life, when you make this yeah. transition over yeah. and people know, like, and trust you, right. you, just, you, know, so, then you can get the business. Right. right. My first year, my first, uh, first year customer is my base. So my database is just built from zero, from one by one. So my first, second, third, I mean, they are still my friends till now. Wow. So they're quite strong and they bring me referral. My second customer uh, buy four houses from me at, at the very beginning because, wow. yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So now, now you're just bragging. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so you started a team. Yes. Um, so how many people do you have on your team right now? Uh, right now I have four licensed realtors, uh, including me. Perfect. And one administration. Yes. Yeah. And and let's um, so the we're going to kind of focus on the the working with foreign buyer parts. Let's right. switch into that a little bit. So mm -hmm. at a meeting that you and I were at last year, you were speaking about some of the different social media and different tools that you were using because you do work with so many foreign right. buyers. Right. So where mm -hmm. right now are you working the most with people? Where where do you feel people are coming from? Uh, my majority customers referral, but we we like to use uh, WeChat. I know that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of, uh, uh, I, I have been 20 years, so I kind of catch the, the trend whenever it goes. So I took Lindsay's uh, course. Everybody, uh, every realtor loves uh, iPhone, iPad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 10 years, around 10 years ago. So I adapt a new trend quickly. So I, um, like uh, most Chinese, because they cannot use Facebook and uh, no Twitter. They, right. they kind of cut off the Western media. Um, yeah, because it's blocked, like the Chinese they government block, blocks the yeah, servers. Yeah. Yes. So they, they have their own version, but similar to. So WeChat is very strong. Uh, it combines the function of Facebook, Twitter, or like uh, WhatsApp. Do you advertise on WeChat? Uh, yeah, that, there's lots of like, uh, the, we call WeChat public site. Uh, the advertisement is quite expensive. I, I have my own. Uh, media too. We post article weekly. Nice. For real. So your own kind of social media yeah. thread on WeChat that you yeah. promote your business. Yeah. And right now the live video or the WeChat iMovie is, is quite popular too. We start doing the video for community and how introduce house and also we can create a story. We we filmed the in one show home for uh, like a comedy. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, great. yeah, but because we see that's a trend. The trend yes. is people like to look at video more than. And art. do you find that the people that are watching these videos are people who are currently living in Calgary and surrounding area, or people that are living in China, or both? Uh, both. The the one in China because if you so send them information from the MLS, it's English. They don't understand. Oh, the MLS information. Right. 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 And and. Sometimes a Gmail or something is hard to receive, and lots of websites be blocked. So we do our own, and we put in the China's uh, video, not YouTube. They cannot watch YouTube too. Interesting. So, so, so being able to work with these buyers and attract these buyers, you've obviously had to my completely switch the to communication tools, the communication tools that you use. Right, right. And they prefer to watch video so they can catch the more than like a, if you send them the MS listing. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So um, kind of the, I guess the next question here is why do you think just because you work with so many people and not just Chinese buyers but lots of different type of 
right. a first-time Canadian. Right. Why do people tell you they're moving here? What's their um, motivation? For, for Asian group, uh, the most important reason is for education, for their next generation. Their overall focus is uh, they want their kids to have the best education. And in China, it's too, too much competition to, to too many people. So they, they will spend all the money to send their kids out to have a good education. So those school, uh, like my focus area will be those have a top rank school area. Ah, nice. Yeah. Interesting. So you yeah. are very knowledgeable on the school system. Yeah. So every year we have to look at the Fraser Institute, uh, the rank, top one to top ten. We're kind of know, know the trend. Yeah. Interesting. That's great. So, so when, yeah. people, when people come yeah. here, first of all, so the majority of your buyers are coming from China. Majority, yes. And, um, and is that, are they Mandarin speaking? Right. Is that correct? So right. when you're doing your videos and things like that, it's in Mandarin. Mandarin speaking. Mm -hmm. And I do seminar too, like once a month to educate them. Okay, yeah. in, in Mandarin. Mandarin, yes. Okay, that's yes. outstanding. That's outstanding. Right. So right. when people come here, mm -hmm. what now, you said the schools, they're looking for schools, but what are the most common challenges that they end up facing when they come to Canada? Right. Uh, the challenge is still the different culture. And language is really, really the most uh, barrier. Right. So they they will be comfortable to speak the, their own language. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. What what percentage of people coming typically speak English versus not? Mm. <laughs> All right, I mean that's a that's a I, bit of a loaded question. I know, but based but on your experience, totally anecdotal. Do most I, of them speak English or, or most of them not? They they can speak English, but not that good because most people come to Calgary. They are in the oil field, so they may read or write well, but they cannot talk. Right. Talk well. So I studied Italian forever, yeah. and I could read Italian very well. And if I had to write somebody a letter, <laughs> yeah. I could do it. But yeah. the same to have the confidence yeah. to speak to somebody and conjugate verbs right. properly right. Um, is yeah. tough. So yeah. I understand that. Mm -hmm. So as far as what your role in helping these people build some sort of a sense of community. Right. You do a lot more than just help somebody buy and sell a home. Right. It's helping somebody live here and establish some roots. So in terms yeah. of providing mm -hmm. contacts, information, resources, what is your role in that? My role? <laughs> Probably a lot. A lot, yeah. I, at the beginning, before we have iPhone tablet, I think that I am their yellow page. Like, wow. They always call me and say, can you give me whose phone number? I mean, from haircut, facial, <laughs> <laughs> marriage consultant, divorce lawyer. <laughs> so they even joke, say, you should do from kids' phone, uh, like from baby to funeral. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Arrange yeah. everything for us. Yeah, so I, I'm their yellow page and, and, and like even if the couple are fighting or they all call me and um, wow. I, I received lots of phone calls even there I don't know them they're a stranger and they just call and ask question but I don't care I just answer and I don't mind I know them or I remember them yeah so whoever call me I answer them <laughs> yeah. and that's probably from, your business is so yeah. incredibly built on referrals that's one thing that I know about you so what, right. what a way to build that Right, um, and it's kind of my natural too. Yeah, it's, yeah, naturally, I like to help people. 
So the um, the services that people need most is sort of those the day to day services like right. doctors, dentists, yeah. um, salons. You said like <laughs> this a joke. Even one couple cannot have baby. <laughs> Can I come stay home? I heard you know how to help you. I said no, I don't. <laughs> Go were to you teaching the, the birds and the bees, or were you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yes. It's just, we can't conceive. Can you help? Uh, and they are East Indian couple. And they heard from their office mate say, Co Vivian. <laughs> she can't, she can't. I said, No, not Co Vivian. Oh, I that's can't. funny. That's, a new, that's new for full service, right? That is something. That's but it, incredible. But it's true because, I mean, realtors become this resource. Like, we, we tell people to know your community, help them with the various restaurants, you know, um, what yeah, school districts yeah. they should be in, how the they get registered for schools. Yeah. Like it's so important for, you know, the realtors watching to recognize that anybody coming to a new city, you just got to start that whole yeah. resource. Resource like, center. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and Google's available now, right. but people still are looking for trusted referrals. Yeah. Personal recommendation. That's and you're right. right. For you to be the first person that somebody spends that much Very time first, with, yes. that's, your, that's the first established right. relationship they have. Yeah. There's a lot of weight on that relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so, bet. So now it's uh, now they don't use phone, so they just text me on WeChat. So I'm on the WeChat a lot to answer questions. <laughs> that's that's fine. Now, do you do you have a list of providers that you use, or is it sort of off the top of your head now? Like top of my head. Top of your yeah, head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to ask you. This wasn't on these questions here, but in terms of where people live in the city, and and maybe answer this a little bit more broadly than just right. kind of your your Chinese buyers and sellers, mm -hmm. but people who are here for the first time, right. are there certain communities or certain parts of the city where you just know have different demographics and you'll yes. try and or buy a cultural center or does, does that play into where you help people yeah. house hunt? Yeah, like I say, their major concern is education. So we, they normally will go to the top, <laughs> top school ranking area. Yeah. Yeah. So give me some examples of those mm -hmm. right now, some uh, top school ranking areas. Yeah. Like for high school, they want to go to St. Vincent Churchill High or Western Canada for okay. public school, and because the IB program. So uh, Churchill Housing, or yeah, or Western or Western. Yeah, they, oh, West that, they have the International Baccalaureate program. Right. The IB program. Right. 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 That's for public school, and uh, after like a stay ten years, twenty years, now they are um, the new immigration. They they are richer, so as soon as they come, they want to send their kids to private school. So that's why Aspen Hill became very popular, Springbank oh. area. Yeah. Okay. Which, which school? The private high school. Because uh, the number one uh, private school is uh, Weber. Okay. <laughs> and Rondo is all there. Rondo, Weber. Yeah, yeah. Weber. Yeah. Weber. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and people are specifically moving to those areas to have access to those high schools. Uh, for private school, you don't have to be live in that area, but they don't want a long uh, transit transportation. To school every day. Interesting. So, would people rather have a short commute for their children to school than yes. a shorter commute to their jobs? Yeah, uh, kids is more important. They the parents can take a long, yeah, like one That's hour incredible. to work, but their kids they wish they can be in walking distance. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. beautiful. That's how they take care of their the kids. So the family values are very, 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 big. and and they they for the second next generation. Most parents prepare their down payment. So, so not like me, I need to pay my rent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so in terms of kind of the next group of people you help, it'll be this generation's Parents children. pay for them. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. Now because it's my 20 years, I'm helping next gen generation now. And most parents prepare their... The down payment. Sometimes not even down payment, the whole thing. <laughs> so, so, so I know it's out. quite good. Yeah, help me out with something here. Um, and I, I'm uh, trying to understand this. So when we look at like uh, China and different areas of the world, like um, that's a huge deal to have the money to afford Right. to uproot to move here because like that's not everybody in China doesn't have that kind of money um, to, to move and come over here and have that and we're gonna talk about financing here in a, in a right. second right. Um, what industry and you said you said it's typically oil and gas that you see people Chicago, coming over yes okay but the story is 20 years ago it's, uh, it's a huge uh, financial burden to come here so people and when they immigrate they need to go to a restaurant to be the waitress or doing those jobs and now uh, because the China real estate booming too much, right. so one condo they sell in Beijing, they can buy three luxury homes here in cash. Really? Really? So what's the, what, so what's the average? What's the average price home in Beijing? Um, when I, uh, I over a million, over one million Canadian. So they when they come here now they look at our house and that's price. For a condo. Yeah. In Beijing. Oh yeah, you won't get a single house. Wow. Yeah. But uh, because my friend, she, she's a musician, play erhu, for those you won't think they can make a lot of money, right? Uh, she told me her condo, if she sold her condo, she can buy three of my house. I, I live in wow. Bear Spa, two acres. I use my 20 years saving. <laughs> wow. So, so now it's, it's not a huge... Uh, so if you own real estate in China, in one of the larger cities, moving over here is a lot it's easy. financially affordable. Yeah, very so, easy now. so so they can easily use cash. Yeah. I'm always wondering. It's like you know, is yeah. everybody coming over just with a bunch of money? It's because but it's the house value. It's not because okay. they have to be a big uh, company or business. Invest so, in real estate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So in China. <laughs> I, I maybe I, I hope that I'm not asking a, a question I know nothing about, but I think it's China. But are there certain rules about how much money you're able to take out of the country? Right. Right. So if you have that much money in mm -hmm. cash and you need to take 1.5 million out of China to purchase, how do, you, how do they do that? It's quite restricted uh, recently. So, it's, so it will be a big, big issue. Right. Now the money cannot come out. So, but for, for the past, they, every year they can, like a family member, each member can send certain amounts. Okay. So if every family plus relative help, then you can get your down payment. So there's some strategies around yeah, how to. Yeah, but I believe it's harder and harder. So kind of uh, this this will be shrink Chinese market um, since last year, this year, because their policy, they are kind of. That's what I've heard. They're trying to keep yeah, the money in the country. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but my business, because I'm 20 years, I, I still got lots of local, local of customer. So. Totally. It's not only based on the new new immigration or overseas. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So let's let's talk about financing overall. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, right. Are are they buying houses cash or what are they um, yeah. what are they typically doing um, and what uh, options are available? Well, and, and maybe like if I can just break mm -hmm. that down into two different. So one would be financing for people moving here for the first time. Right. But the second question would be for the for the clients that you have here. Are there any cultural differences in how they like to get financing? Do they prefer cash? Do they prefer? So maybe answer mm -hmm. both. Okay. Um, for the new immigration with no credit can be checked. 
the the bank uh, rule is uh, you as long as you pay thirty five percent down payment. Right. We don't worry about that because we know you won't. So 35%, you have enough equity in the home. Before. We're willing to lend yeah. money. But now, now the bank will still have more, more, will want to provide some source of income from China. But before, they don't ask any question. So at the very beginning, I, I even helped him buyer who never come here, just overseas. Because when I start, we can assume mortgage too. Right. So yes, <laughs> that's absolutely. how I buy my two. We can assume the. We can have like my husband's, my mother-in-law to, to apply, and then we assume. But then we cannot. So as long as they put thirty-five percent, they don't ask any question. But probably now they still want to provide, income letter. Right. But they don't go and qualify uh, to find out if it's true. Right, they it's still easier. The they, they ask some <laughs> yeah, questions, but it's not yeah. as stringent right, as right. you would see with 35%. Right. For new immigration. Right. Yeah. And for like uh, lots of young students, they are buying house too, because I say the parents will help. And now they want the parents to be a guarantor. Mm. Uh, before it. probably 35, they don't ask. Yeah. So right. now even if a student has 35% down payment, they want parents, the parents to be a guarantor. guarantor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And for people that are living here, mm -hmm. in terms of how they're getting qualified, right. do they have? Do they prefer to do cash deals or uh, is finance? Because people who immigrate to Calgary, they're not as rich as people who go to Vancouver. So they still go work. And so they will prefer 20% down payment right. because they don't want to pay the high ratio insurance fee. And that's right. kind of, so I seldom deal with uh, high ratio. So okay. for my case, I less than one percent. So the, these mortgage rules, um, yeah. have you noticed that they've affected still the affect, business? Yes. Still affect because affect with the one who is not new immigration. Right. If they are here more than three or five years, they're treated as uh, they're not new immigrant. But then you have to have income. Right. That's for for the new rule. Right. Before they if they pay 40, 50 percent down. Bank will lend them. But last year we have a one deal, and both the, the husband be laid off. The wife don't have job, but they have three house, and they can pay fifty percent. The bank say no. We what? are very shocked because fifty percent. Yeah. And the bank said no. Yeah, because wow. they cannot provide income source, and that's the first time because we almost whenever it's go to competing over. For my client, I normally told them, because our down payment is so high, let's take away the financial condition to make us more compatible. Yes. But since, this, since last year, I'm afraid to do that because that's of a new, like a new shock to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're um, adapting the same as everybody else is to some of the changes. I'll be more uh, careful. Yes. To 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 ask them to remove that condition. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So have have there been have there been people that are just living at home longer? Are you seeing more families stay together longer before the children are purchasing <laughs> on their own? Is that <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Uh, my assist uh, my team Amy, she's going to move out now <laughs> this year. <laughs> she was still with the uh, parents. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's, that's cultural. That's, yeah, we that's see that a culture, lot. Yeah. 
um, of the families staying together a lot longer. Uh, right. Coming home, so. <laughs> Till memory. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a few friends that did the exact same thing, and that's... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, well, you can save up some more money, right? Especially now with the, more, more, with the new mortgage rules, too. <laughs> like, yeah. you need to save up more money. That's tough. What, yeah. do you, what do you notice between, and now this is a broad question, it's not on the right. questions here, but when you're working with a, um, a Canadian right. versus someone from China, what are... Are there any stark attitude differences towards oh, yeah. purchasing? What, can you talk to us? Oh, yeah. Talk <laughs> us through that a little bit. What are some I of the, the difference of uh, yeah. way that they approach the situation? I have one uh, Canadian couple, uh, Caucasian, be with me like over 15 years too. And the reason they, they asked me to be their realtor, they said because they, they co-couple realtors, and I'm the one response uh, quickly and right. answer them quickly. So. Um, the, the, the huge difference, I feel I provide them very few service, not a lot, but they feel so thankful and they, they feel you did so much for them. Um, and they don't ask for cut commission or any discount. Right. And I know for my side, the culture, I, I need to do double, triple, lots of things for them. And okay. I need to make uh, less money, but I and I, I, I need to work a lot harder. I, I noticed uh, one year I'm the top one in Northwest, and top two is uh, Raymond Co. But I look at the transaction, I'm, I'm doing like 60 transactions. He's doing about 30 something. Uh. But I, so I kind of know I need to do double. Right. Then, yeah. So not to talk. Um, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't. Sure. Want, I don't want to talk about commissions, and right, we can't right. talk about that. They're right. always negotiable. Okay. Um, but as a as a broad statement, mm -hmm. do you find that when you are working with your non-Caucasian clients, right, that the negotiation and mm -hmm. offering some value in terms of what you're charging, that's something that is just to be expected. Like that's always a conversation. They mm -hmm. expect you to have that conversation, mm -hmm. which. With Orchard, some of you are more Canadian clients. It's this mm -hmm. is the price, and they're like, okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the Caucasian, <laughs> they ask me, can I bargain? I said for sure. <laughs> they want to put full price at the beginning. So, so the the huge difference is that's yeah. not like the price of the home. They're just yeah, like, oh, is there yeah. room for negotiation? Yeah. You're like, I, uh, I really love a Caucasian buyer, but I didn't market myself there because I know the culture difference. Yes. Uh, my comfort zone is still my own culture because I know I can lead them. I can. But for your question, I, I do set up my own rule at a long time ago because I know since if I'm doing so long, I don't want to have a different rule, different commission. And one day I met them, I forgot what I told them. So I kind of make it same and equal, fair to everybody. Uh, I know I won't make a full commission because our culture is so competing and they don't expect you make that much. But I try to make them believe my, you can see I'm doing so much work. Yeah, the value. And you, yeah, you, you won't argue with my value. And they know I don't, I don't charge high too. So right. they kind of respect what I have done for them. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's very good. Yeah, no, thank you for answering that. I know I have, um, I have a lot of friends from many, from many different countries. Right. And some right. of them say, if you didn't negotiate a price, right. 
they, you wouldn't even know who you're talking to. Like, it's just so part of the culture. It doesn't matter if you're buying an apple or a house or right, a haircut. Right, right, right. And it's not, just, have, it's not disrespectful. <laughs> it's just part of the buying part. process yeah. that everybody's yeah. comfortable with. Where yeah. here, it's very different, right? It's like right. somebody says this is the price and we just say, okay, right? right. This is the right. price of the TV in a store. Right. We buy it. You go yeah. somewhere else, this is the price of a TV. Mm -hmm. They'd be shocked if you didn't ask. <laughs> to yeah. do something with it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's a tough part. Yeah. So let's, mm -hmm. I know you talked a bit about WeChat, some of the video stuff. Is there any other marketing efforts that you've seen in your business that has worked better than others? Yeah, right now I, I just, I stopped my newspaper from last year. The traditional, uh, the, I get kind of tra uh, turned into only uh, WeChat and right. internet. Advertisement, yeah. So you no longer do print advertising anymore? Well, no. in the newspaper. Newspaper, I stop, yeah. And but that, that's, stuff. when I begin, uh, that's how I attract my, because I know nobody. Right. So I use that for long, <laughs> 15 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. So now, as far as paid advertising mm -hmm. um, that you do on the internet, do you right. do anything in a place other than WeChat, or do you focus all of your paid advertising on WeChat? I moved to WeChat only from last year because uh, my team, I started, uh, one of my team, Charles, he's uh, helping me for marketing. And we do, he, he look at the, and he, he take a Lindsay's course and he will watch the people who hit your site and then he kind of told me we can stop this, that. And so we kind of focus only on WeChat. But we, were, we plan to advertise on more bigger, uh, they, there's a, uh, WeChat, they have their own site, who get more fans, more people will look at the news or article, right. and then their advertisement will be quite high. Yeah. And, and, in, and in Calgary, mm -hmm. I don't expect you to know this answer, but if you have to guess, obviously, you know, WeChat is, you know, kind of a, a, an Asian type platform, right. but are there a ton of Calgarians and a ton of Canadians that are also on there? Uh, some Canadian, they like are clients, on there. Like your clients that are in Calgary that are Chinese. Oh yeah, they, they all on. Every, it's like a, everybody has ID now, like you have a, your driver license. Yeah, yeah. So everybody has WeChat ID. Really? So for people uh, from, in Calgary focusing on that type of market, from you have kids, to have WeChat. Yeah, from kids to grandparents. Wow. Yeah. They is, all have one. Is there any other nationalities that are using WeChat? as well, or is it primarily um, China? Primar primarily China, but I mean, now if I travel in Asia, they all use that. Okay. So Even like Indonesia. Yeah, last year, and, and they can, like WeChat Pay, it's like PayPal. And, and so in China right now, if you don't use WeChat Pay or another uh, pay by Alibaba thing, like the street vendor, they don't use cash no more. And the yeah, taxi driver. Everything, um, wow. and taxi, I'm so surprised because uh, last year we have a road show in China to try to promote our project. We found we are really from countryside. <laughs> they, they call the taxi by, um, it's, it's more like our uh, Uber? Uber, but when you call the, uh, when you call the Uber, they, they told you how much already. And when you sit in, you get out, you don't need to yeah, hey, cash. Yeah, yeah. your money bang, go to their account already Yes. when you order. Yes. And as soon as you arrive, the money sent to the taxi driver. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's great. And, and even in the restaurant eating, after they order, we, we laugh. We say, 
we don't pay. They said, we pay already by WeChat. So, huh? <laughs> so you don't even look at a bill? It's no. Just, they just know this After is you. After you order and the you bill. You give them your WeChat ID? Do they ask for your, they, how do they even know? By barcode. Yeah, do they ask they, you for it? They scan your no, barcode. No, it's everything on the, it's on the menu. That's how you order food. And that's, oh. and you just leave. Then we say, then in the future, if everybody wants to try to say, I, I buy this bill, then how do you? <laughs> they yeah. say, they, they know that when you sit down, then, then they use their WeChat to pay already. <laughs> Wow, wow, that's so interesting. It is. And street vendor, too, just sell one ice cream, milk. You have to use WeChat. No cash. Wow. That's fascinating. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's uh, a couple more questions to finish it up sure. here. Um, what advice would you give someone who has a client new to Canada? Yeah. My advice is uh, because I, I've, been, I've been the new immigrant, and yes. I know how, how, I know the feeling. So for me, I will treat them very fair. I won't sell them anything higher than the market value because they are new. Yeah. That's my principle. So because I want them to know um, they can trust me, I must, uh, I'd given uh, lots of advice. Uh, if, even because they are new, I need to educate them more. I let them know like, uh, like um, like, like you're not new here, you will know everything if yeah. I, I will teach you everything. And so you won't find out after a couple of years that you are paying more than, than local. That's, right. my, that's my advice and that's my principle too. So like my first year customer till now, 20 years, they will tell me, you didn't change. You are still same as 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Other and than I think, be more I think that that advice is really good because you're right. And not, not because most people would take advantage, right. but I guess it's very easy for somebody to take, just like sometimes I've gone to another country and, and you know, you're not the local person. So they somebody try to will, sell you higher. Totally, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and that just happens. So I right. guess you're right to say we need to be extra fair and cautious with right. you because you don't know and we are, you're, you're yeah. more of a trusted advisor than ever because they right. don't have the, relate, the information so, to um, rely on. So I, I will point out the thing you shouldn't buy. Even they want to put an offer if I don't think that's good, I let them know. And just because that's business awesome. is done differently. Yeah, yeah, and because I, I know I will be in the business for long. I won't move out because my family is here. So I just, I just want them, I don't want them to come back and tell me why, why I pay more or something. So, so uh, I will be very proud, like uh, I, I, can, I can be. You like, can justify every everybody, piece of advice that yeah, you've given. Yeah, and I, every house I purchased, I, uh, every customer, I treat them as my own family. So I will think about if I want my family, my friend, buy this house with this price, and then I want them. So I, I won't like uh, buy them something I don't think is, is, uh, is fair or is worth the value, yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. So last question, <laughs> sure. last question. You're, uh, you come from such a cool background, and I say cool because <laughs> you've, you've triumphed over it. Um, you didn't know anybody. Right. You came here. What advice would you give someone now who is looking to drum up business? They might not be new to the business. They might be looking to get reignited. What advice would you give someone looking to um, get things going again? I still, I like to learn. Um, even I'm 20 years, I still look at the CIR education calendar every month and I check which course is I, I never take, I never go to. So 
my advice is never stop learning. Yeah. So, so I take the new trend. I adjust myself quickly. Like I start when I was young, and but now I still don't want to be like a not catch the most uh, <laughs> up to date right. uh, trend or media right. or any method. So I really like uh, Lindsay's course. Yeah, I nice. took a. <laughs> Yeah, but most courses I've been taking, so I didn't, I didn't come to his course recently. But <laughs> I told to my team, um, never think you, you know enough, you learn enough. Yeah. That's a very yeah. good point. And, somet and sometimes mm -hmm. going to a class or attending something, even if you think you don't need it, it'll yeah. give you the little bit Refresh. of motivation to make that it phone is. call yeah. or send that email. Yeah. Or it'll give you an idea. You know what, I should pick up the phone and call this yeah. person because mm -hmm. maybe they don't know that this exists or just something. Right. I told myself uh, every seminar or every, uh, every course I attend, I only try to remember one thing, pick up one thing, and, and then use you, it. And you do it. Use it, yeah. Yeah, like uh, I took a Richard... Uh, Richard, Richard Robbins? Richard Robbins uh, yeah. course. Uh, every time I pick up one thing. Like the video things I pick up from last year, because he showed the realtor doing the video, like uh, cooking in the kitchen, bath in the bathtub, so I feel it's fun, and then we do the iMovie, yeah. And one time he showed a, too long? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I remember one time he showed a slideshow, it's a group of a zebra with, uh, with one giraffe, and he say, you want to be the zebra or the giraffe? So after that course, I decide I want to focus on feng shui or staging, because uh, that's our culture, and, and I don't want to be just be, everybody. Like be like everybody. Yeah. So I kind of made myself uh, specialize, and then they come to me, want me helping them, because I know I can do something other realtor can't. Yeah. That's great, Vivian. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank being you. with us. Vivian's story uh, is <laughs> the thing. The thing I love about you the most is you are so humble. And you Thank are you. so happy. Vivian just came back from a meditation course where she couldn't look at anybody, talk to anybody. No talk, no look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> only two meals before For noon. For 10 days. You are just oh, This time it's only incredible. three days. Oh, three days, okay. New student must be 10 days, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That incredible. one is, uh, yeah, that one's like a surgery. So I say no more 10 days. Like but a surgery. <laughs> 10 days, fine, yeah. Uh, wow. Three days. Amazing. You are such a successful business person. You. you help so many people and, and you yeah. are, yeah so calm and peaceful to be around so there's lots of people can take away from <laughs> yeah. from you so we're lucky to have you and thank you for sharing thank you. your story with us we appreciate it Vivian awesome. okay. thank you. Um, we also want to give a big shout out to craft beer market for letting us use their space on yeah. 10th Avenue Southwest here to shoot this and don't forget to check out agentpursuit.com uh, follow us on Facebook and uh, or follow us on Instagram I guess and like us on Facebook yeah awesome thanks Vivian thank you